Hey guys, this is Diodonis, one of the hosts of What's With Millennials podcast. Just wanted to take the time and say thank you to every one of you guys who are listening currently to this new episode of What's With Millennials podcast. And uh, also to take the time to say, hey, if you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, We always like to try to build up our fan base as much as we can. Um, And what's a better way to be involved in the conversation than to be involved in the conversation. If you want a question or even a topic discussed amongst our panel of uh, professional millennials, <laughs> okay, that came off as really corny. But anyway, uh, send an email to wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you guys. It's always fun whenever we hear from our listeners. Um, it's one of the greatest joys of, 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 uh, what, what I do while we're sitting here trying to do what we love. Um, on this next episode, uh, just wanted to apologize for the first couple of minutes. We actually, uh, left the fan on. So there's a little bit of the backdraft in the back, uh, but around about, let's say about, uh, eight minutes or so into this recording, uh, it actually is turned off. Uh, so just be, be prepared for that. And, uh, let's go ahead and get started with the show on this episode. We're talking about what's with millennials in the workplace. Enjoy. One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. Here we go! Mr. Cloud Felter. Brandon Fenner. Truax. Great. Yeah! So how's everyone week going so far? Oh, it's great. It's going good? I'm single. You're single. I'm single. I'm single. I'm single. Actually, I'm kind of sorry to hear that, man. I kind of stink. No. Okay. Yes. He looks like he's happy. I hope she ain't one of those uh, (laughs) couple thousand listeners. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason, right? Damn. So, listeners, Jeremy is now single. We'll, we'll so, if, there, if there's any single ladies out there who, who likes likes the Jeremys, don't he, do he's probably like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck if you got a man. Either way. Mm-hmm. Ladies, don't, don't do that to yourselves. <laughs> oh. What was is, your name is, again, is brother? This coming from experience? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was he your name again, man? For a long time. Yeah. <laughs> what was your name again, man? Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon, how's your week going so far, man? It's going pretty good, man. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday! One, two, three. Woo! Happy birthday! Woo! Woo! How old are you? Twenty-seven. You're twenty-seven. Are you single? Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the single hour. What's with millennials? We're changing the topics. We're changing the topics now, yes. Speaking of smooth voices, Chris Truex. Hello. How's it going this week, man? Anything new going on with you? It is fantastic. Uh, No, man, just making money and doing my thing. Also single, and I'm probably the eldest here, so if you ladies like the older men. Hey, yo. Or if you got a sister. (laughs) (laughs) Sisters, yeah. Yes, uh... (laughs) Chris is being uh, humble, but as of right now, me and Chris are co-workers, but as of right now, he is on top of the sales board right yes, now. I am. Over, over 40, 50 some odd, some odd co-workers, so, so I'm proud of you, Chris. Thank you, I Keep up the excellent, that. excellent oh, work. Stroke my ego. What do you guys do for a living? <laughs> we sell cars. Cars. I mean happiness. Yes, happiness. 
Cars and Happiness. Happiness and on wheels. And when I sell Cars and Happiness, that means I have happiness in my wallet. So, so who do people hate more, lawyers or you, or car salesmen? Car salesmen. Car salesmen. I hate y'all motherfuckers. Oh, we're passion. See? Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. Great. What's up, man? How's your life going man, so far, man? How's your week good. been? It's good, man. Off the last couple of days, just chilling. Kicking back, doing shit like this, you know? Oh, yeah, I can't cuss that much. I remember yeah. the first time I came on here, like, man, I edited. You said so much. It was Dude, ridiculous. I edited <laughs> last episode. I edited so much. Oh, really? Wait, yes. You who cussed more. Maybe. You did. I did. So we can't cuss much? No, you can cuss. I, I mean, go and edit. It's just more, it's just more work for me because oh. I got to go. So yeah. first thing, a lot. God dang it. He has to work harder. Yes. Yes. All right. Now, my week has been going excellent, guys. Um, I would say uh, every every uh, couple of weeks, every couple of weeks, I get like this new thing that I do, whether it be I don't know, like freaking uh, I see movies every other day, or like I, I I dedicate the next couple of days to like freaking jump roping or something weird right like that, and uh, I get it from my dad, and so uh, my dad sends me a text message right, and he's like, hey son. I just got, this is my dad impression. Hey, son. Apparently, my dad's like a surfer. Hey, son. <laughs> I got, I just got this Segway. And I'm like, why? <laughs> why did you get a Segway? The next day, he sends me a video of him riding his Segway on his little trail that he walks. And I'm like, you're not exercising anymore. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's cool. It's still exercising. I'm still exercising. It's cool. It's for, it's for pleasure. It's good. So he's been doing that. And uh, the thing that I've been doing recently in the last couple of weeks, Chris, you can attest to me doing that. Chris? Yes. Chris, you can attest to me doing that, uh, is that um, I've been dabbing. Yeah, way, way too fucking much. I've been he dabs after everything he says <laughs> like this. Oh, like the, oh, oh there, not the mirror. There's no camera. No. But no, no, if no, you no, can no, see no. me, this is what he does. Yo, I got a car sale. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, not dabbing as in... No, as in the drugs, that, but right? dabbing yeah. as in... I don't care. It's my thing. Not dabbing as in the dance. As in the dance. Yeah. But yes, whenever... Okay, so one of my managers... Um, I, I went to speak to one of my managers at work. And uh, he, I was wearing some jacket, and it was like a little bit hotter. And in front of all the managers, he's like, Hey, D, why don't you take off that jacket? It looks like... You know, it looks like you're it's super hot. Like, what are you doing? And I, and I, I looked at him... And in front of all the other managers, I was like, man, I'm always hot, dab. And I walked away. <laughs> you need to check that out. Yeah. You need to check that out. No. Like, I don't care. You need a real millennial right now. I don't care. I am a real millennial. I am a real millennial. That's inappropriate. <laughs> That's why Actually, I'm doing it. You know what we need to do? We need to do a, a, a dabbing intervention video. That's what we need to do. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Like I was saying, anybody who wants it, I'll do a little so dab for you. Because dab for you, no, dab for you, and stop. dab for you. Dude, yes. You're embarrassing me, man. Right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, he does this at work. Oh now, God. moving on to our next segment, which is going to roll us over into our topic. It is mail time. Wake the f*** up. Now, this one is from a gentleman whose name is Barry. And uh, Barry writes, Dear WWM crew, I'm a manager at my job. Whenever we hire millennials at our branch, I'm hesitant because they tend to quit earlier than everyone and not trying to work as hard. Why is it that millennials are lazy at work? I got, I got this. I got you got this, Corey? All right, take um, it away. This comes from someone who's had, what, this year I did three W-2s. I had a, a crap load of jobs over the last couple of years. Okay. So what it is not that... that I'm not really... Am I considered a millennial? Yes. Okay. We all are. Okay. I am not. Was, okay, I'm, I'm 29 years old. I've had a ton of jobs. What I've learned is like... It's not that you're lazy. It's just you know when to work hard. Because you're not going to... I'm not going to learn how to do everything and do the work of three people when I get paid the same as someone who only knows how to do one thing. So it's not lazy. It's just like... You they like to take shortcuts. You, uh, I see a lot of shortcutters. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shortcutters. I mean, if it, you see a faster route, a way to get around things, or to get around a particular person, or just how to cut something completely out, they're just making ends as but, easy but it, as possible. I, I think part of it is that a lot of jobs don't appreciate you 
doing it, like, let's say you tell me to wipe off this table, right? I use the analogy all the time. Wipe off this table right here. I'm wiping the table. I'm not doing the floors. I'm not wiping the legs because then you're going to expect more and more from me. I'm not going to no, get any more money. No. So let me, let me tell you, that's as someone that's from, not from a millennial my... and that has been in management for 15 years, the way we I've always looked at it is I ask you to wipe down the table. You go the extra mile. That's an impression on me. That's where millennials get it wrong. They, they feel like, oh, if I just do this, I should be appreciated for doing this. No, you should be appreciated for going above and beyond. Otherwise, where are you going to get in this world? And, but and see, this is coming from having jobs to where I work my butt off all day, do everything to the T. And then now my duties <clears throat> are 10 times what you have to do. You know what I mean? Now, Chris, I think you're coming from a perspective I, I, I where, where uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, Greg, but I, I think you're coming from a perspective where you are one of the few good managers that would tell someone to do something, see that someone with the extra mile, and then either give them a word or acknowledge it, right? I, 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 yes. Right, because I've been at plenty of jobs, also like Karee, where I have worked my butt off and gone the extra mile, and there is no... Notice no nothing, and there's just no like, oh, good, do it again. And, like, you, no, and you're not, gonna yeah. have managers. Like, I've had managers like that, but yeah. I was, I from an early age, I was taught toilets to the top. Yeah, you, you, you work toilets to the top of the of the company. It doesn't matter where you start, what kind of acknowledgement you get, you do it because that's your job and that's what you're supposed to now, do. With that said, is it fair to say that job availability or job positions aren't the same that they were even 10 years ago? No, I think they're the same. As far as as far as what, like pay, pay, job availability. Period. That I disagree with. That I disagree with because the economy crashed, not necessarily fully crashed, but in two thousand and eight, the so-called economy crashed. Was that not even ten years ago? That was nine years ago. It was two thousand seventeen. So with that said, the jobs. Okay. That was 2008, it's 2017, so like nine years ago. But anyway, but um, the availability of jobs went down. There, there used to be internships that were paid. Like you could get hired at a paid internship and then be able to work, like you saying, toilets up. I never heard that expression before. You're not a millennial. Toilets, toilets, to, the <laughs> toilets, to, the <laughs> toilets to the top. But um, I like that. I'm going to start using that. Toilets to the top, right? But now you have to work a job. Go to school, have an inter- unpaid internship where the chances of you getting hired afterwards is even lower. Like before, if you were in an internship, as long as you completed the job and you weren't an asshole, you were able to actually get the job afterwards. Nowadays, it's an internship for them to get free workers to get them coffee and all help them out with all this other shit. And now you can't. You you are more expected to try to find another job afterwards. This is more like building up a resume now than it is actually being capable of finding a career. Well, if you put it in that terms, a career and a job is are two different things. <laughs> we were fair talking enough. jobs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Jeremy, being a person who's had several jobs as well, right? At the same time. How do you feel about millennials in the workplace? Do you feel like you're a hard worker yourself? Oh, I know I'm a hard worker. But in regards to the average, more younger than could grow in our late 20s, but mm-hmm. the, it seems, and they might be included in our age range, age range as well, they are getting lazy, though. You, and, and a lot of people like to pin it to self-righteousness being a factor in it. But, man, I've seen some crazy stuff, dude. And yeah. They, it, it's kind of hard not to just call it blunt laziness, man. I went. I think I've talked about it on here before. I went to a KFC one night. One time I wanted to break down and get KFC. I ain't had KFC since 2010. Because they changed up. The chicken ain't rolling no more. It don't taste the same. So I boycotted it. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> but this one night, I had a weak moment. You know, Popeye's. You're yeah. Burger King bought you can't, Popeyes. You can't beat Popeye's. You can't. Jerry Burger King bought out Popeyes. Right? I don't give a damn. The chicken still tastes great. Right? <laughs> Until they start f***ing up with the chicken, <laughs> yeah. they got my service. <laughs> but uh, I went to, I broke down one night. I was like, you know what? They mashed potatoes and gravy is really good. I mm-hmm. like their coleslaw, too. It reminds me of home. Yeah. Reminds me of the sound. They got some good coleslaw. Yeah. And that's almost reason enough to go get their chicken. But, I mean, whatever. Anyway, I go there, and I'm sitting in the drive. 
Okay. Okay, we go to a drive-thru of anywhere. You know, like, hi, how are you doing tonight? Uh, are you interested in any of our specials? Okay. That kind of shit, right? I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear none of that. I mean, I didn't hear shit. They were, there was nobody at all to answer my call at 6 o'clock on a Saturday evening. This is like prime time, I would think, of when motherfuckers is hungry and want chicken. <laughs> and yet, not no holiday, just the middle of the day in like October or something. September, October. Mm-hmm. But nobody was there. So I'm like, maybe I'm in the twilight zone. Maybe I'm just not going to get my chicken today. But I, I turn around and start observing my surroundings. And on one corner of the parking lot, there's an employee sitting down. On another corner, there's another employee sitting down. Over here, like on the sidewalk, he's got the headset on. He's the motherfucker that be, should be taking my order. Clearly, he's out of service. He can't hear me and my starvation going on. Clearly, these motherfuckers is boycotting work. So I have to think, you know, I, I stay in the drive just curious. Because now I'm here like five minutes. I'm sitting in this drive through Just curious if anyone wants to do any work tonight. I mean, you know, I try to put myself in their shoes. You know, I try to... I got a question for you, though. Was it maybe because they knew you boycotted KFC, they boycotted That's draft? impossible. That's <laughs> impossible. I mean, unless guys went and, like, got into the intercom and told these motherfuckers five minutes prior to me getting there that... This ain't ate with y'all in five years. Don't give him no food. Oh, and if God came through with divine intervention, the, uh, what I figured and upset, you know, figured out, because I analyze this is what I do, and I'm 99% sure this is what happened. Because, again, they're all sitting on different edges of uh, uh-huh. the, in the structure, right? Yep. They must, somebody got in a fight. You got, there was three males, one female. Somebody ha- had an ego problem. Could have been a manager. Manager wasn't managing properly. So employee got pissed off. So now nobody's doing any work. That okay. makes a lot of sense. They all look pissed off, but clearly there is nobody with the maturity rate of a millennial to truly manage a motherfucking KFC. This ain't Wall Street. This shit ain't the military. This is just it's, it, it's food service. KFC. I think it's fries. it's just unset that like you can't manage to keep. A beautiful place that was KFC. First of all, KFC is not beautiful. Go ahead. I feel like when I was growing up, I mean, when the real Colonel Sanders was still alive. Okay, 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 okay. Kareem, Kareem is gonna say something. So, so the thing is, I think it depends on what level of what kind of job it is. Because if it's like food service or any job that any idiot off the street, you don't even have to know how to read or write to work at KFC. You know what I mean? I think it depends on what level. Like in, in the industry I'm in, like food service or whatever it is, um, yeah, the work ethic is shit. It's not just the millennials. It's everyone because it's – I can get five different serving jobs today. I quit my job right now. By the end of the week, I'll have a new job. It's not hard to do it. But I don't know if it's just millennials. I think – but if you're on a more professional level, yeah, you give a damn because that's your career. That's your livelihood. Um, and you know how important that job is. All right. So hopefully <laughs> – Hopefully, Barry, that answers your question. <laughs> Damn, I forgot no. that was a question. Well, it's also part of our topic, right, we, millennials. We, we, we never stay on topic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, question well, 114. Well, well, <laughs> 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 so I'm answering 1A, B, and C. There we go. So, so Kareem, we already know what you do for work. You are working in the, the restaurant uh, industry. Right? You said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, slash thug, restaurant industry, slash thug, right? <laughs> Um, what do you do, Chris? Uh, I'm in uh, sales. I've uh, been in sales and management for a long time, but first time in cars. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I want to ask you some something about that. Okay. Working in sales, I would say, has to take a lot of, what do you call it, like gumption, a lot of self-motivation, right? Yes. Not being a millennial, and but there's plenty of millennials that work with us, right? Yes, sir. How would you say that their work ethic is... In the workforce, their work ethic um, is good, but it's also. Shit. I have no idea what you mean by that. <laughs> and, and let me let me explain. Yes, please do. They know how to sell cars. They know how to talk to people. Problem is, is they don't know how to go the extra step to make everybody else's job easier. Also, where there's people who actually go the extra mile, pick up after themselves, or they do this, or they, they move the car, for instance, and they fill a hole, or whatever it may be when they're done. They try and do everything they can to not have to do that and rely on other people to get that shit done. 
or editing. Okay. That's <laughs> don't don't that uh you know kind of find that line of cutting corners though. Yeah, that, that's cutting corners, and, and that's okay. that's that's doing what needs to be done without going the extra mile. Those are the people that don't get recognized as easily because yeah, they might be better at sales or they might have more sales or this and that, but management is looking at them in a whole, not in just one aspect of their job. With that said, with that said, bringing back to um, what Karee was saying earlier, do you feel that they get recognized at the workplace f- when they do do that? No. Because some stuff you do at a job isn't something that you need to be recognized for. You're doing your job. So then I guess that's kind of where we're, we're um, crossing paths is do we do something that's going above and beyond knowing that it won't help us move up, knowing that it won't benefit us exactly in, in the way that we feel, or should it just be something that should come naturally because we're doing it for, you know, the greater good of, and having morality in our life to do it just to do it because we're supposed to, or because we feel that we, that we, um, should come from the kindness of our hearts. I guess that, that's kind of where we're yes. coming from. Yeah. Yes. And no, because as a person you grow by doing and if you're not doing and you're cutting corners, you're never going to do those things in your life. Mm-hmm. So if you actually fulfill the things that need to be done for your actual job, you're fulfilling yourself and you're growing yourself for the next step Step up, whether it be management, CEO, you own your own company, it doesn't matter what the mm-hmm. f*** you do. You actually can build yourself and create who you need to be to be successful by doing those little things. Toilets to the top. Toilets to the mother. Fucking tough. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was your name again, man? I'm gonna keep asking. Brandon. Brandon. What do you do for work, Brandon? Uh, I'll lean a little bit closer to Mike. Yeah, all right. Um, currently, I'm unemployed. I just moved back to uh, the California, uh, well, the West Coast in general. I'm yeah. California now from uh, Ohio. I was out there for three years. Cali, uh, baby. I, I was in college and I was installing uh, DirecTV satellite dishes for a year, and then I was. Uh, driving box trucks, running uh, moving crews for uh, another year. Perfect. How long have you been out here for? I got here two and a half, three weeks ago. Something yeah, like that. two and a half, three weeks ago. Okay, perfect. This will give us a different kind of perspective, which is which absolutely perfect. Um, okay, so uh, how long have you been working since, or how long have you been looking for work since the two weeks that you've been here? Um, I haven't really been looking, to be honest. My plan coming back out here was to, uh, again, go to school. Um, mm-hmm. I was prior active duty Marine Corps, so... Thankfully, I'm getting yeah. assistance with uh, with getting the school bills covered. Thank you for your service. Appreciate that. And uh, me and Claude Felter over here are uh, talking about going back in. So right now we're we're gonna go. Uh, Thank you saying my last name like that, man. <laughs> All right, Cuddy. We're going back into the reserves. Um, yeah. Get additional help with school, and then that's gonna be my part time job as well. Cause uh, you can pick up more hours. Uh, you don't have to just do the drill weekends. So mm-hmm. I can work the uh, you know the uh, reserves in between my school schedule. And yeah. Then, uh, and then just go back to college. Now, you can give us an interesting perspective because typically people who go into the military, I would say that they're they're pretty, uh, they're, they're uh, not trained, but um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Not trained, but uh, I feel like, self-motivated. I feel discipline, like, discipline. Discipline. Feel they're like, very disciplined. I feel yes. like the Marine Corps definitely gave me that discipline. I feel like when I got out... Um, Especially going back home, seeing my friends working. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were kind of just still stuck in the same loop I left them in. Here you go. Now, do you are you, would you consider yourself a millennial? Um, yeah, but again, I think that because of the time I served in the military, it kind of changes that, right? It, it it changed me a little bit. I I have some of I have generally speaking, I feel I have I know I have more work ethic than mm-hmm. I feel I would have had if I didn't join. And I definitely feel like I have more work ethic than a lot of the people that I work with. There you go. But that's not to say I don't run into people at jobs that, you know, uh, and bust their off and do just as good as me or better. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Being a millennial in a very disciplined field, which was the military, right? Would you say out of the disciplined people that were there that less were expected from millennials? Or did you feel that... From young people, there were um, they tried less. Uh, were they the lazy ass of the group? Okay, so the perspective I give, as far as the military goes, yeah. I'm only speaking on the Marine Corps side of things. Yeah. 
I don't have any experience with the other branches. Um, I've worked with other branches, so everything that I've seen and, and from what I feel, the Marine Corps is a little bit more strict mm-hmm. on its regulations and things like that. Um, but again, you you do get those people that kind of just fly under the radar. Like as a junior Marine, there was a buddy system. Like you were not supposed to go out into town by yourself. You had to have another Marine with you. Really? And you had to check in and out with like your NCO. Um that's probably because of this guy right here. Yeah. He was a handful. Him. I know. That's why they made that room. I was like him. I was his roommate. Right oh here. my gosh, Jeremy and Jeremy, Jeremy. Have you guys seen Martin? Anyone want to see the show Martin? Yeah. You guys, you guys know Tommy? Yes. You remember Tommy? Tom, yeah. He, he never had a job. He never had a job. That's not how I feel like Jeremy is. Jeremy, what do you do for work? I am a commercial driver at AutoZone. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but okay. I, I drive for commercial accounts. I drive. I he just takes drive. parts to people. I, deli- oh, I, okay. I deliver the pipe. The okay, list. see, this is why he got yeah, you in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that said. Three years, 24 hours a day. I dealt with that. <laughs> with that said, we're going to get into our next segment, which is a game I like to call Box It Out. The rules are simple. We pick two subjects and ask our hosts, what subject would win in a fight and why? All right? You guys ready for this? No. No? no? Yes. Great. This first one's for you. Ready for this, Gray? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Free lunch at work versus free bathroom at work. Free bathroom? Yes. What's a free bathroom? I guess this would be more so for me and Chris. Because me and Chris, there's only one bathroom stall. And the rest are the peace troughs. Oh yeah, like a free bathroom that you can use. When you got, when you got, when you got to take a doo doo, it's uh, <laughs> it's hey, hey man, you Whoa. can be waiting for can an hour. Well, like, what, what kind of lunch is it though? <laughs> is it, is it per- it's, it's free. Like, uh, it's, it's free. Am I getting like a free like PB and J and an apple, or am yeah. I getting to go out yeah. and pick something? Who the like, f- do you know? <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I got a bunch of PB and J's. Whoa, man, you have this no side, idea. This side, Smuckers. You clearly, <laughs> are you, you have you clearly don't like to smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, great. That's the goddamn. Jelly sandwiches are great after gym. Just for the record, hey, an apple a day. <laughs> an adjustment, an adjustment. Yes. Okay, yes. butter and honey. No, this comes from someone who works in a restaurant. Kareem, okay. right. what is your favorite food? Oh, my favorite food. I don't have a type of food. I, have a, I don't have a single entree but I can tell you the style of food I like okay Mexican food okay hands down free Mexican food at work versus free bathroom stall at work I probably hate no I did eat hella tacos last bro night. You, you eat those tacos you don't need that stall that's kind of what I was thinking so I'd probably say free lunch but this is coming from someone who's worked in restaurants to where that free meal is just freaking phenomenal i don't have to pay for anything i don't have to go get anything i'm like hey i want this boom it's ready 10 minutes go on your break i'm All just right. throwing it out there as an incentive i mean it, since you work in the food industry already with the olive garden um mm-hmm. if you're an employee there like you pay a dollar and you got unlimited soup and salad all day long yeah that was that was more or less free lunch to me because i would eat on that all day uh, jeremy jeremy here we go Gotta be crafty where this. you work. No, 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 Man, that shit been going on since King Henry, since forever. <laughs> that shit has not been beat yet. Ain't nobody been He's got a point there. He's got a it point was there. beat, and then it came back. Exactly. <laughs> it was I don't beat. count. That's like, it was just like set aside and put in time out for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's still there. It's like, let's see how this minimum wage. Oh, it ain't working. Taxes. Taxes. Tax, tax. Cigarette tax. On your <laughs> tax. Just <laughs> everywhere oh, tax. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris, Chris Truex. Yes, sir. In a match between job search versus apartment search. 
God. I know. Job search wins easily. How come? Because without that job, you can't get that apartment. <laughs> 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 yeah, boy. You got a point it. there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Brandon. Ready for this. Yeah. Birthday you remembered your name finally. I did. I was going to ask and I was like, okay, no, there it is. Okay. In a match between <laughs> having a slide at work oh, versus having a live band at work. I know. Just imagine sliding down that yeah, slide. Yeah, the band. To though. that band. Like the band. Man, I'm gonna get tired of that slide after a while, but I can always pick a different song for them to play. Not if they don't know how to cover it. Then you better learn. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. You beat it. You gonna be working there for a while? You better go around and start asking for favorites. <laughs> All right, this one's for the whole table. Ready? All right. Okay. Okay. And a match between leaving early at work. Leaving early. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Leave <laughs> <laughs> There's the millennial right there. <laughs> I know, right? Versus, see, now you gotta you gotta kick yourself in the in the ass for this one. Leaving early at work versus hot girl flirt. Flirt or flirt? Just flirt? Just a flirt? flirt. Wait, we can't leave. If this is just a flirt, if I, I mean, well, if I leave, leave, it's not with the time I'm saving from going home from early, I'm gonna get more than a flirt. This is my idea of flirting. It's like it's a hot day, right? You can take this glass, this ice cold beer right here. You look at it. it. You can smell it. You, you, can, you can sip it a little bit, but you gotta spit it. Nah, out, you can only just right? smell it. You can just smell it. You can stare at the glass, yeah. and you can like you can look at how cold it. it is and frosty this glass is, but you cannot have this. That's what flirting is to me. So f- no, I'm going home. I I'll answer this one too. I agree because flirting ain't because I get off work early. That means I have more time at the bar to flirt and. Possibly, most likely, take somebody. I've been with you to the bar. That I don't like. I just dabbed. I just dabbed. Oh, you got business. Oh, see, God. see how it's so That's useful. Matthew. You see. All right, guys, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. But when we come back, we will be discussing workplace drama. Is it okay to bring on sister? <laughs> We'll talk about that. What's with millennials? This summer, (laughs) see the movie that everyone is talking about. I can't give up. What would you do? Where are you? If you lost everything. I lost my cell phone. This summer, Deodonis in a millennial's hell. Rated R. No. No. Oh, oh, it was in my hand. I am your host, Deodonis, sitting here with the co-hosts. Mr. Clock, Brian Fenner. True X. Big Reezy. Uh, I mean, my bad, Kareem. I'm, I'm trying to get that going. No one calls me that. Like All right. That. All right. We, we, we are talking about millennials in the workplace and how freaking lazy they are. They're damn near. Millennials make me sick. They're commenting with their, get off my lawn. Is that just Bill Cosby impression? No, no. This is my Bill Cosby. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Theo, when you take the pudding and you put the pudding. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) All right, workplace drama. First of all, has anyone ever experienced workplace drama? Yes? Uh, It kind of comes to hand with work. (laughs) Jeremy, tell me of the craziest workplace drama that you've experienced, and would you say, would you chalk it up to being worse because you're in a millennial environment? Which story should I choose? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's going through my head too much one. You know, honestly, I think when it comes to workplace drama, it really hasn't changed that much. Being a millennial in the drama aspect is the same. It's the same as it was now, as it was 10 years ago, as it was 20 years ago. You still have the same issues of fraternization uh, between you know a manager and a regular employee. That stuff is always going to happen you're still going to have issues with the brown noses or the people that just shouldn't have a job getting the position. You know, those are dramatic, Mm -hmm. you know, situations that are coming 
about in the workplace. And I mean, I've seen that in and just about every job I've ever worked at. Yeah. You see people that are in positions that shouldn't be there. Then that leads to them uh, having issues in other ways. But in regards to being a millennial now, it's I, I, I'm more fearful is what I've noticed also, in the atmosphere now. I mean, if you've got these young cats now and all they do and know and they're raised to do now are to rely on their, you know, technology, their phones. I mean, I see my manager now, uh, one of mine, she's 30, in her mid-30s. For any question, just about she'll go to her phone. I mean, great. hey, mm-hmm. Google's a powerful mother. Yep. Yes, it is. But, I mean, there comes a point that where's the actual knowledge at anymore? Like, are they actually knowing this or are they just now reciting shit that they see off of the website? Or are they actually retaining it? If they're not retaining it, how can I trust that this motherfucker knows what we're talking about in the first damn place? They're, that, you know, I'm scared in that essence because who can I rely on? Uh, my phone just died I cannot I can't help you out anymore you know that part does scare me because a lot of people don't retain knowledge like that anymore Mm -hmm. if you think about like me growing up I'm 27 and a half up there I remember when I was going to school I had everybody's phone number memorized every girl that I was talking to I either had it memorized or I had it written down in a piece of paper and then I memorized that. So if I lost that piece of paper, somebody stole my piece of paper, somebody wanted my girl's number, I still have that shit memorized. I ain't got to worry about nobody calling my girl. But, now, I mean, you know, everyone just relies, again, back on their phone for every damn thing. That's mm-hmm. all they know. So, I mean, I think, and I feel, even to this day, my, my ability to recapture numbers, to recall them off of split memory, that serves me up a great advantage. I don't have to go back and look at my phone and figure out which page or which yeah. app it is. You go straight to it, and we're losing that. But it, it also, I think, part of that teaches you to know how to know how to do research. So, like, uh, this is kind of far fetched. Um, it's not research if you believe the first thing you see, and that's the majority okay. of what is happening. Think about it. They'll Google something that first. Will I'm victim? I'm you know. At fault four two, the first one, two, or three things you're like, yep, that matches, that matches. Okay, that's got to be true. But yeah. what if they're all lies? Right? I'm just again as yeah. our research and being a student now, you know, the whole researching for like a paper, the process. Yeah, is a you have to find a credible team. source. Exactly. Yeah, because because yeah, nowadays a lot of people will spew off some crazy, shit and then you're thinking, where did you find it? Oh no, I found it on this website. Did I was like, dude, I can. And then you kind of think, I could. Put, publish something on a website too myself and yep. I don't know shit about shit. there was a big thing going on at uh, Facebook during the election where oh, there yeah. was a lot of fake stories that were being published um, so you're right a lot of people can just put something up online not do research see that it was shared a couple of times and be like share this and then be like oh this must be true well, my friend shared I got, I got a story I got a story to tell I got a story to tell okay uh, so um, while I was at work the other day, I actually had a customer or uh, two customers that were married, a married couple come in and uh, we were sitting down and we we're just shooting, you know, shooting the breeze oh, and uh, thanks Chris, yeah. we we're shooting the breeze and uh, you know, I, I told them I did a podcast, right? And um, they were like, you know, hey, that's cool, blah, 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 what's it about? I kind of explained it to them real quick You know, I told them that it was on millennials and we talk a lot about the younger generation and you know what's going on with us and uh he stated a question to me and i had my answer for it but i want to hear i want to bring it to the table and see what how do you guys feel about it but um basically he asked why do millennials not look to the future because he felt like a lot of uh millennials that he's seen weren't working necessarily or had like an end goal in mind i i I actually think he is wrong with that question. I think millennials, millennials are dreamers. They dream of the future. They think of a, of, a, of a better place. I just think that more of them don't take the effort to actually pursue that. Okay. So you feel like it's it's an effort. So they do think that they do look towards the future, but, but they don't put the effort towards correct. achieving it. Correct. So okay. his question was it, it misconstrued. He should have he should have worded worded that differently because I, I I I think millennials are dreamers. I think they dream a lot. I think they want 
to have money and they want to be successful, but they don't put the effort into it. You know what? I agree with you, but I also agree with him. Simply because I don't believe necessarily that millennials look to the future, but I feel that we, uh, I feel like we, like you were saying, we're dreamers, but I feel like we don't know how to actually achieve those goals. So it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily, well, it's not necessarily a lack of trying to. Right, I feel like it's a lack of knowing how to. And that brings me back to you, toilets to the motherfucking top. But that's not working anymore. I can't go like that's what literally what an internship is, right? No. You, an intern is the that's bottom the of job. the barrel. Okay, well, a starting. Okay, they have the entry jobs, right? Right. Which they don't really have anymore. <laughs> they have they have internships because there's no more. Do a Google search anywhere from entry jobs. You're gonna need a degree in something, right? So, the entry job now is an internship. Once you get hired as an intern, like I was saying, after however long your term is, they have 40, 50 resumes coming in every single semester trying to get that internship. They don't consider you for the job, regardless of how good you are, because you're just a student intern, right? So, with that said, it's not is not the same as trying to get a job there. Now we're just using internships as a way to build up our resume to try to get another job. How many how many people have you guys heard of that got a, a bachelor's degree and is working at a, a Best Buy, a McDonald's, oh, all day. A f- all day. like all day, right? All day. And it's not because they're not trying or else they wouldn't have gotten their degree, right? I disagree. Do you believe that you can get a degree I, without trying? I, 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 yeah. I, a bachelor's degree yeah, without trying. Yes, false. Yeah. Because I'm trying my <laughs> off right now, and I, and I have without putting degree. in the most effort. I I got through school without putting in effort. Okay, I went to college. I went to college and put in effort, and I I, I, was, I was doing fantastic. If I wasn't putting in the effort, I still would have gotten through college and gotten well, my. Let bachelor's. me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you finished college? No. Is it because you're lazy? No. Exactly. <laughs> It's not a lack of effort no, that you didn't no, finish no, college. No. I, but I just—it's I, a reason why I, I know people who have their bachelors or their AAs, or yeah. I, I know a few that have their masters that work regular jobs. It's because once they got that degree, they realized that wasn't the work they wanted to be in. But so they have that degree, they can go anywhere. But they're choosing to work somewhere that is not better than where they're at. I disagree. I highly, highly doubt that people are getting degrees saying that they don't want to do that job, which happens, right? But then saying is, hey, I'm not going to go get a job with this bachelor's degree because literally almost every other job, you don't even have to have a bachelor's degree in the profession that they need. That You just need to have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. If you have a bachelor's, you can get any kind of job you want. For the most part, right? Most part, so then yeah. that's not a lack of trying. People wouldn't well, well, spend they, four, no, I'm not it's a, five it's a years. Lack of trying. I'm just saying they're choosing not to go that career path, so they go here until they find what they want to do. I doubt that if someone had the opportunity to work at McDonald's or a full-time, high-paying job, that they would choose McDonald's if they had the choice. Depends. No, I... Every I've, literally everybody I've at, at a McDonald's job because I'm comfortable and happy, not because <laughs> he said literally I've, I've worked <laughs> in fast food for a very long time. Yeah, I, I worked at a job where I was comfortable and happy. I was okay. making okay money. I was surviving. I enjoyed my job. I had opportunities to take other positions and make more money, but I didn't take them because I was happy and comfortable where I was at. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying is it's not necessarily because they're lazier or because they just don't have the knowledge for that position. It's because they're happy where they're at right now until something else better that they're going to enjoy comes along. Well, let me ask you this. Let me throw this to our two veterans from the uh, Marine Corps. Military. Let me ask you guys. You guys, would you guys say that you come from from uh, very well-off families? No, no. He left. <laughs> from the ghetto, man. From the ghetto. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you join the military because you wanted to risk your life? No. No. Did you join the military because you wanted structure? I already had structure. Already had structure. Why did you join? I was pretty disciplined already. Yeah. Uh, I was in you know high school sports when we had a very strict sports team. Yeah. I feel like that started the discipline process. Um, so it wasn't a lack of discipline. Right. So uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. 
Why did you join the military? And this is to both of you guys. Uh, well, because I wasn't from a very well-off family, I wasn't going to be able to afford college. Uh, I had good grades, good enough to pass, um, but I wasn't having any scholarships or anything coming my way. Um, I hear you. You know what I mean? I was kind of just right in that gray area. Um, so I couldn't afford college. I mean, my mom worked two, three jobs just to put me and my brother through high school mm -hmm. until we were 18, you know what I mean? Um, but I knew I wanted to uh, to pursue higher education. I knew I wanted to at least try to, you know, put myself in a better position where I can do a little bit better than, mm -hmm. than my parents were able to do. Not for, you know, their lack of trying. I feel like my parents did a great job, you know yeah. what I mean? But teach you. It gives you stuff that no one could ever strip away from you, ever. Right. Because it stays... In your mind, right? Yeah, they're, it stays they're in character your heart. traits. Exactly. You know what so, I mean? so same same thing for you, Jeremy. Would you say that you 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 already said that you would, your family wasn't well off? Why did you and you had you weren't joining for structure? Why did you join the military? Mine was, I mean, for the most part, very similar to his. Um, I grew up in a location in North Carolina where not many people of color had. An easy way out. Like I remember. Yeah. That. See now, now that put in work, baby. There put you go. Work. Now, once again, thank you guys. Once again, for your service, I can never thank you guys enough. Thank you guys. But how old? How old are you guys? Twenty-seven. You're both twenty-seven. Okay. You're both twenty-seven. Now, usually, it only takes about four years to finish college, right? Four to five. I mean, four to five, right? So then That's that would be from plan. 18, not to 21. So by the time that you're 23, uh, five years, by the time that you're 23, typically you would be done with college if you went all the way through. Do you guys feel, after telling me all your stories that you guys just had, from what I've seen, it, it wasn't a lack of discipline. It wasn't a lack of structure. It was simply the fact of you guys trying in order to, to better your life, to try to finish school. Dude, would you say that you guys haven't finished school because you guys are being lazy? No. I would agree. So getting out of high school, um, okay, so when you're going through high school, everyone has this, there's, it, it, at least for me, from my experience, when I was going through high school, I felt like there was this, this, like, checkbox ideal way you're supposed to go about yes. life you know what I mean you go uh, kindergarten preschool uh, middle school high school mm -hmm. and then college you know and your parents beat in your head going through school uh, my parents didn't come from which I wasn't taught about money I wasn't taught about you know, you know uh, it was a very limited point of view and, be, and be also because I had a uh, <laughs> a single mom who was always working mm -hmm. um you know, she, 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 you know, put us through school and, and did everything she could, but she wasn't there to teach us a whole lot because yeah. she was always, you know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Being a veteran, right? Right. Can you get a job that requires a bachelor's degree without a bachelor's degree? I feel like... If they require it and say, we will not hire you unless you have a bachelor's degree. Um, I feel like... The way I've gone about looking for jobs and the mm -hmm. jobs that I've gotten, I haven't ran into that issue, so I can't speak on it. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very personable. Yeah. A lot of the jobs that I get are either uh, because I knew somebody um, and, and met qualifications. Yes. Um, I don't want because I don't want to come off sound like I just slipped in the job, but like getting out of the military, I was going to college, I picked up a security guard gig working yeah. at a casino. Um, but the guy who was who gave me the gig, yeah. I worked for prior to being in the service. You Makes know what sense. I mean? So yeah. like he already knew my work ethic. He already knew. And now I'm four years more mature. I've got military experience. Makes sense. He needs me to fill a slot. I already kind of had that in. You know what I mean? Okay. And then when I moved out to Ohio and started doing the gigs out there, um, it was also kind of, I went out there with family. Mm -hmm. They already kind of had people they put a bug in their ear like, yes. hey, we have a young man who's coming out from Vegas. He wants to work. Um, these are his credentials. So that got me in the job. You yes. Know? But, so but it had I, nothing. I earned everything after that. Yeah. Like all the promotions. Yes. All the, you know what I mean? Because now, I'm not downplaying any of your work ethic. Right. But it sounds like a combination of of being a hard worker. Right. And knowing the right people. But I will. Potentially. I will also say, though, that because this kind of is back to the original question. Yeah. Uh, you know, me being a veteran in the Marine Corps definitely. It, it was always with that bug in the ear, you know what I mean? And I always felt like I was received more favorably because they because were of it. they were looking at someone who they 
already kind of expected to have maturity. They knew they could count on you. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so I would be to work 15 minutes early instead of barely walking through the door on mm -hmm. time. They didn't have to worry about me being late. Um, they knew they could throw tasks at me and things at me and kind of just, you know what I mean? So that's after you already got hired. That's, uh, well, no, I mean, it was kind of just, I mean, people, when I was going up for jobs, people knew that I was in the military, and I do think it helped. Okay. okay. I, I do think it helped. I that. Of I, course. I, I, think it do, I, I think it does help. Uh, it, being in the military because people res most people respect those who have served our country mm -hmm. but going back a little bit further in that story of people you, you, they already had a bug in their ear about who you were right I've only ever gotten one job in my entire life since I was 15 years old and started working I'm 30 I'll be 35 this year one job on my own without knowing somebody there somebody yeah. talking to someone so then it's with that, about who you know, not yeah. what you know, because you learn what you need to know. But I can also that. I can also say this: like I know, I know a gentleman who installs, he builds supercomputers. That's his job. You know what I mean? Like I know him. I'm not going to get a job building supercomputers well, yeah. because I know him. And I just and and the reason it's an extreme example, but I say that because. I feel like that that phrase is misunderstood. Where it's like it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you need both. You, you need you to know that job, but it doesn't hurt if the people well, that well, are hiring here, you... Here's, here's what's happening. Here's what's happening in our world right now, right? Right. The qualifications are getting higher. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's more people, but there's the same amount of jobs, if not less, right? Would you got, Would you all agree that so far? I mean... The, that there's the same amount of jobs. jobs. Yeah, would you at least agree there's the same amount of jobs? I, for the most part. For the most part, I would say, I would just honestly say you less, but for the example, let's say there's at least the same amount of jobs, right? Okay. So there's the same amount of jobs. There's more people. Would you guys agree that there's more people? Obviously, yeah. our world is growing, right? Right. So nope. the population. Same last year. <laughs> <laughs> nope. exactly. Okay, so yes, there's more people in our world. So there's less jobs. So then what they do to compensate that is they raise the qualifications, right? Right. So when there's. It's, it's simple, you know, supply and demand. When you have a low... The so job market is more competitive. Yes, the, you have a low amount of jobs, but higher want for those jobs, then the demand of them is also higher, right? Uh, thank you, business class one. Um, so w w with that said, the qualifications for jobs are higher. So you can either get in with your experience or with who you know, right? But a lot of times it's a combination of both. Why? Because they have that many more people with the same exact experience as you putting in their resumes. Right. People, what I used to do when I first started getting my first couple of jobs was I would come in face-to-face, -face, turn in my resume, and be like, hi, you know, I'm D. Donis, blah, 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 I'm interested, and then come back maybe two, three days later, do the same thing, and be like, hey, just wanted to check on, you know, I would be a face. There would be a face right. to my resume, right? right? Now we have companies, we're turning in, thousands of resumes online. daily online. online never put a face to it so then what did i try to do when i was trying to look for another job when i first moved out here i would do the online thing then go to the workspace try to introduce myself and right. you know what they did what in those situations they'd be like oh you know the hiring manager is busy but um you know you can leave your resume and though if they if there's come a back position, this day, this no, they would not give me a day or time to come back. They'd be like, you know, if if there's a position available, they'll go ahead and contact you. Oh, is there a number that I can reach them at? No, we actually don't give that out. And that is a big issue with today's hiring. It's not yes. that, it's not that interpersonal where you meet that person and go, here's my resume and it's yes. nice to meet you. Yeah, but so from from that management perspective, yeah, from a management perspective, I don't know if you've ever interviewed people. That shit is freaking annoying. Like, it is. I used to, to be a hiring down. manager. Yeah, you sit down for like an hour talking to people, and you're like, how the fuck did you even find out about this? Like, how do you even know how to... They're just sitting there looking at them like, have you ever had a job before? Like, I'll come up with basketball shorts, sneakers, and a wife beater. Yeah, I really want to work here, man. Like, dude, did you even take a shower this morning? Like, how do you... Why would I hire you? Yeah. Okay, so with that said, if we're having... If millennials are having less experience... Going to freaking interviews, we can be more qualified, and uh, we can't necessarily know everyone in the field, right? right? Although it gives you a higher chance. With that said, and not being lazy and having the qualifications to get a job, I can go and get my bachelor's degree 
try to find work and never find anything. Not because I'm lazy, not because I have a lack of trying, a lack of discipline, but simply because I can't get past the resume turn-in phase. And that, you guys that's see how that just timing, though, man. Really, that's a big factor is timing. Timing is always everything, and it will always be forever and everything. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, I've had pretty good luck when it comes to getting jobs. Yeah. I don't like going without a job. I don't know why. I'll call my my opposite, though. Uh, even as a veteran, I've had a lot of job opportunities that have been lined up. Um, I've had, you know, uh, planned out, you know, if I'm moving or if I'm leaving this place, set some up before I get there. Uh, but I, ha- I have been in a situation where I did uh, uh, get let go before the holiday period. Uh-huh. And it took me three months of a- applying to places yeah. left and right uh, and not getting shit. And it blew my mind. It was the first time I was having a hard time finding a job ever. I found one, thankfully. Imagine if it was like that every single time. Man. On average, when I when I go job searching, it takes me about three months. I don't have that problem. You don't? Know? I think it's timing is a big I, I thing. I think it's timing. I, I definitely figured the holidays. I definitely figured the holidays it, played a part. Like Akron, Canton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I, I, I wouldn't say it's effort, Chris, because I wouldn't say he doesn't give effort. He probably gives effort. He probably sits down on the toilet and gives effort every goddamn single time. Who does give effort? Who's lazy on the toilet, man? My thing is again, you're talking about planning and everything, and I get that. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Because again, I've been in that situation. See, I'm a little bit more reluctant. I am. I hate commitment. I guess that's what I'm saying now. So everybody, you know, just for future references. Commitment is horrible with me right now. But, um, you know, and you caught me in limbo between jobs where, like, I'm, I, I'll have a job and then I'll see another offer come up. And I'm like, you know, I'll take that risk and try it out. I'll still hold on to the other job. Though. I'll, I held on to AutoZone. I just worked it for, like, a day a month. It's all they need to keep me on the payroll. I mean, there are different ways to go about it. There's always ways. I mean, honestly, it's more just learning how to work the system. But um, millennials don't really know how to work the system if all they think is just we don't straight back to but, because the system changes. But, but, but no, but it doesn't. It's a listen. The system is still the same. No, it because changes. I just explained how this, it changed. I've done this. I, I quit my job with nothing left, with nothing planned out. Got a job within two weeks. This past Christmas, I got laid off a week before Christmas and had a job by January 10th. You just sometimes have to be willing to. It took me a month. The month is the longest I went without a without a job, and every time I've lost a job, I picked something else up quick, and it's effort. You make being jobless your full time job. Looking for a job. I'm gonna say my last two cents, and it's more so advice for anyone who's trying to uh, find work out there that is a younger generation. Um, I would say become a face instead of just becoming another number. What I mean by that is see if there's a way to introduce yourself to whatever workplace you're trying to get hired at. Uh, the more that you do that, the higher the chances that you become a face and not a piece of paper, which is a resume, right? Um, another thing that I probably wanted to throw out there is uh, and something that I live by um, is, and Chris, I know you heard me say this, is, is learn the rules so you can break them. Yes. And what I mean by that is that it's not to go in and just be like, oh, f- the rules. Uh, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Uh, millennial power. Um, it's that too. But, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's uh, going in, learning all the rules, the structure, the discipline to be able to complete a task, um, whatever your role is in a job, and then finding out a way to improve upon it, make it better so then that you can get noticed. Um, and, and that's something that I use in order to to move up in a company whenever I got promotions in order to keep track of how I'm doing. Um, and I found that if I can't do that in a job, then most likely it's 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 probably time for me to start looking for another job because then I'm never going to move up. And, and, and it's not breaking the rules. It's finding ways to work around. Well, like breaking the rules makes me feel it's, it's like bad. Here's <laughs> like, the main thing I've heard to do. If you're going to go out looking for a job, spend a whole fucking day doing it, right? Or two. Or a whole week. Or if you're really just jobless, every fucking day. Make looking for a job, do a job. Get a fucking notebook. Don't use your phone. Get a fucking notebook. And write down, every time you go to that place, if you, as you again, you're saying, don't be, 
don't become the statistic, become the face, right? Uh, all right, all right. I actually, I actually got a story about my mother, right? Okay, and with that said, <laughs> what the f does that have to do with that? We gotta cut this off. It's been like, we're like over by like an hour. All right, so uh, thank everybody for listening. My thank name you. is Dean Adonis. Mr. Clock Filter, once again, ladies and gentlemen. Fenner. True X. Big Reezy. Aka Kareem, but you know, I'm trying to get Big Reezy to stick, okay. so y'all call me Big Reezy. <laughs>